The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out, The Inner Revolution, with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders rise in the polls. Is there an inner revolution afoot? Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump both represent outsiders who were not expected to rise in the polls. But they are. Why is this happening? Do they have something in common? In this show, host Beth Green explores the wild and woolly elections this year and what they mean about us, our world, and where we're going. This is not to be a rehash of the facts, figures, and opinions about individual candidates that you're getting elsewhere. With Beth, you can discover the interrevolutionary view of our current political happenings. And call in with your thoughts, feelings, and questions. On this episode, you are the guest. And now, here's Beth from the Inside Out. Hi there. Well, welcome to Inside Out. And we have a very exciting conversation today. But first... I want to remind you that we have some very big news, I mean, big for us, and I hope it's exciting for you, too. We are starting our Interrevolutionary TV channel on Monday, August 24th. That means that we're going to be coordinating these fabulous videos with our radio show, and our radio show is going to have... Uh, guests and that we're going to have videos about these guests and sometimes we'll have TV interviews and we'll be going back and forth and we have um, I think we're going to be having a great time. So as of Monday you will find us at (sighs) voiceamerica.tv It's been a lot of work but it's all worth it. And I just want to announce to you that in a minute, I'm going to be talking about politics, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. And I'm looking forward to a very hot conversation because today we are opening up the phone lines to you. Now, you know, lately I've been cheating you out of the opportunity to call in. Well, it's because we have such great guests. What can I say? But today it's our show our show, you, our audience, and us. So if you are alive out there and you're listening, feel free to call in. James, do you happen to have that number handy? Yeah, one 472 5788 Now remember that number, 866-472-5788. Please call us. Okay, but before that, we have James in the News of the Inner Revolution. Yes. All right. First, we have a lawsuit brought by kids suing the Obama administration. This was in MSNBC, August the 13th. 21 kids and teenagers have sued the federal government in an Oregon federal court 
arguing that dangerous man-made global warming is already established science and that kids in the U.S. are already suffering and that inaction by the government on climate change is a violation of their right to life, liberty, and property. And so there are a number of kids, including the 15-year-old uh, climate activist uh, Shutzikot yeah, <laughs> Martinez, who's going to be on our show September the 10th. Now, these kids share amazing stories uh, on the theme of poor health, less opportunity for recreation, and concern for the future of their food and water supply. One kid suffers from allergies which rise with pollen counts, which scientists say are tied to climate change. That applies to a lot of people. One of the kids' mothers has lost income that she relies on for seasonal work at the Willamette Pass Ski Resort. But last year there was no work and no ski season because there was no snow. James Hansen, grandfather of one of the kids, is a climate researcher who is attached to the lawsuit and who calls Obama's climate change policies practically worthless. He is listed as a guardian for future generations. Well, this is a fascinating story. By the way, I wanted to add also yes. that uh, the kids can take heart from the victory that was recently won by another kid's lawsuit in the state of Washington, as reported on this show previously, whereby the governor directed regulators to reduce greenhouse gases emissions more drastically than they had planned and to curb them by 50%. Well, that's, you know, this story speaks uh, for itself. And, James, that's a very, very exciting story. Um, What does this have to do with the inner revolution? Well, I mean everything. Because, first of all, kids are owning their responsibility for the planet. It's like they're not just sitting around and saying, wah, wah, wah. You know, they're saying, we can do something. We have to make some changes here because our world... Uh, is uh, going to hell in a handbasket, and uh, we're the ones who are going to inherit it. So I think it's very exciting to see kids who are so activated. Okay, I am going to talk to you about the topic of the day, which is Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and what the heck is going on in our election. So I hope you are still with us, because I really want to talk about this. (sighs) Are you noticing something nuts about the election this year? All of the predictable things are not happening, and all the things that are happening are kind of unpredictable, sort of like our radio show today. We're we're having a lot of trouble. Um, And there's something that's very similar about the the Bernie Sanders and the Donald Trump uh, thrusts. And the fact that the conventional candidates are going down. So I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about the inner revolutionary perspective about this. So um, here's the deal. Everybody is saying that people are expressing their anger around this uh, through Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and that they're very disgusted with politics as usual and the typical system. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. That's probably very true. But what I want to say is I think that there are other things at work when it comes to these candidates. And the first thing is very interrevolutionary. And by the way, I'm back. You're back! Yeah. Well, We'll we'll try the news later. Let's just keep you here for a while. Carry on. 
Okay, thank you. You sound great, James. Thank you. You've transformed from a frog into a prince. (laughs) (laughs) The fairy tale has come true. Oh, really? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so the deal, I think we're done with the news for today. Otherwise, we'll never get to the show. So uh, what it is about uh, is, is that the inner revolutionary thing is to start speaking up. Most people are too scared to say what they think. Here are two candidates who say what they think regardless of how, whether or not other people like it. Now, Bernie Sanders does that because he's a man of principle, whether you like his uh, socialist agenda or not. It is a guy who really believes in what he says. He's been saying the same thing for 40 years, essentially, right? And it doesn't matter to him. Win, lose, draw. He is going to tell you what he thinks. He's a principle oriented guy. On the other hand, we have Donald Trump. I don't know what principles he has, honestly. I can't keep track of what he's actually saying most of the time. He has a different kind of, I don't give a darn, I'm going to say what I think. He's got money. You know, he makes no bones about it. I don't have to care about, you know, what these political packs are wanting. I don't care about the establishment. I have enough money to buy all of them. So he's giving himself permission to say anything he wants because he has the arrogance of money. Now, why I think this is really important is that both of them are doing something that most of you want to do too. You want to speak up. You want to say what you feel. You want the freedom. Unfortunately, most people are too scared to speak up because the first thing is they're worrying about when their their friends uh, think and um, uh, what uh, their parents are going to think or what the society is going to think or what their church is going to think or what their boss is going to think. Or So there it is. We have a lot of fear. Now, when you see people like Donald Trump who insult people right, left, and center, and you're sitting there thinking, I should have said that to my boss, (laughs) then Donald Trump becomes your champion. So I think that's a very important thing because I think that the popularity of these candidates is telling us that there really is an inner revolution taking place in people. They are sick of mincing their words. I would bet you that Donald Trump is saying things that lots of people are thinking but that are afraid to say. Well, and the worst part about that is that if you don't say what you think and you don't share it, then there's no way to even talk about it. You know, all these hidden agendas, uh, you know, pretending you're in one place when you're really in another So there it is. That's the number one thing. And, you know, speaking about that, I would like to talk about one of Trump's messages, which is, hey, send them all home. (laughs) You know, okay, just because you were born in the United States does not make you a U.S. citizen, even though the Constitution of the United States, 14th Amendment, says that it does make you a U.S. citizen. You were born here, you're a U.S. citizen. Okay, so I bet you that there are other people out there who maybe aren't thinking this through, who have that same attitude, or they say deport all the illegals. Okay, 
and that's what they call them, illegals rather than undocumented workers. Well, By the way, know, Beth, can I interject something? Yes. The people he wants to send home include those who were born here and are U.S. citizens. That's exactly what I'm saying. Despite the fact that it's against the Constitution. That's exactly what I'm saying. That yeah. we're starting at, he's trying to say he wants to send home people who were born in the United States. And plus he wants to send home, you know, all the other undocumented workers. Well, of course, the economy, I don't know how it could survive. All of a sudden, just think about all those neighborhoods where if, if you could even do it, which is a ridiculous idea. You know, you're going to go and you're going to sweep up all these people out of their homes and their neighborhoods. And suddenly all those landlords are going to have vacant buildings. <laughs> all those markets are going to go bankrupt. Every penny that is spent by undocumented workers would suddenly be withdrawn from the economy. That's kind of nuts. If you ask my opinion, not that you did ask my opinion. So I don't think he necessarily thinks things through. And the same thing about the throwing out people who were born to undocumented workers uh, or undocumented people, but who were born in the United States. Well, is that only going to apply to Mexicans who were born in the United States or people from Mexican descent? I mean, supposing you're from a Chinese family or a German family. So every... Every American is suddenly going to have to prove that their parents were born in the U.S. unless we're only going to do it with people with Spanish names. So has anybody thought that one through? I mean, does that make any sense to you? Supposing you're walking down the street and the police stop you and they say, excuse me, this is the Immigration uh, Naturalization Service. Uh, your name is uh, Harrison uh, Schwartz, and I would like to see some documentation that proves that your father and mother, uh, 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 Greta and, uh, and, and Jake Schwartz, were born in the U.S. Well, I don't have my parents' birth certificates, do you? And, and, and they might be illegal because God knows where their parents came from and if they had the right papers. I mean, so when you think about it, now I may be crazy. Maybe I don't understand what Donald Trump is saying, but I really am trying. It really sounds like, uh, uh, you know, everybody would be checking on everybody. So I don't think he necessarily thinks things through. But don't you think that there are people out there who actually think that and want to say that? Well, Say it. Say it. Because if you get to say what you have to say, then I get to say what I have to say. And I say, have you really thought about this? Aside from the fact that it's racist and all of that. I mean, let's look at the practicalities of this. So then you can say, well, no, Beth, you're completely wrong because Donald Trump has an answer to that. I'd like to know what it is. But anyway, so if people actually start to say what's on their mind, even if it is stupid, ugly, racist, sexist, whatever it is, then we get to deal with it. We get to know what people are thinking and feeling. We get to ask people, why do you feel that way? Have you been hurt by these undocumented uh, people? Are you really, have you really been hurt? Or have you been hurt by something else? Have you actually been hurt by the fact that the corporations have taken the companies and moved them overseas, which, by the way, Donald Trump also talks about, which represents what a lot of people are thinking, and I, I happen to think of that the same way. Okay, so you see there really is something. Not only is it liberating for you as an individual to get up and say what 
is on your mind and stop worrying about conventional thinking and being politically correct. But it also supports the whole world for us to get up and say what we're really feeling so that we can all sit down and talk about it. So I think that's a very, very critical component of what's going on here is that people are feeling that longing. And the other thing that I think it represents, the Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders um, uh, ideas and their candidacies, is that they have two different ways of dealing with our feelings of powerlessness. I think that Bernie Sanders is talking about, let's all get together. Let's stop separating over. By the way, I don't know if Bernie Sanders has all the answers either. But obviously, I'm a little more sympathetic to his perspective than I am to Donald Trump's. But that's because I'm an interrevolutionary and not, a, you know, a, a, a Trumpian. But what I am saying is that the essence of what Bernie Sanders is, is that we all have the same problems. We all need to get together, black, white, Hispanic, poor, rich men, women, let's get together and see how we can start taking care of ourselves and one another because we are getting, mm, am I allowed to say this on the, oh yeah, I am, screwed over by these big corporations that have all the power and the control and so on. Well, I actually have a slightly different perspective because I'm an inner revolutionary rather than a political revolutionary because I think our problem is consciousness. But see what Donald Trump is saying is, hey, you feel powerless. I am going to stand up for you. I, the man, the man with the mouth, the rich man, the powerful man, the smart man, the whatever it is, man, the confident man, I am going to take care of things for you. Whoa. Now that's a different way of feeling safe, isn't it? So I can understand that people are looking for answers. They want somebody who seems to be strong. Sometimes we think that if somebody is just absolutely, you know, doesn't think about things and just says it out of the top of their head, that they're strong. Personally, I don't see that. But I don't, I don't think that's strength. But it doesn't matter in terms of what I'm saying. I think that what we're seeing is that people are horrified, upset, frustrated, depressed, that they don't feel powerful in their world, in their families, in their society, and they're looking for a way of expressing themselves and a way of feeling powerful. And Bernie Sanders is representing one way, and Donald Trump is representing another. But whichever way, it's still telling us something about what people are feeling on the inside. So, James, would you give that phone number uh, again, and let's get some callers to see what you're seeing about this election, too. Yes, I'd be glad to. Uh, please call us with your question or comment at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. So, James, while we're waiting for our first caller, would you like to make a comment on what I've already said? Well, I love what you've shared. Uh, it's interesting how we have uh, in Donald Trump a, a celebrity also, and people are uh, attracted to the, to the glamour of a celebrity, mm -hmm. no matter what they say. I mean, he's insulted people right and left. Uh, he's insulted women. And yet, uh, he gets, gets a strong support in the polls from women. Uh, he's insulted minorities, 
and yet uh, the, there's still uh, some support there. Uh, it seems like a lot of his support appeals to the extreme uh, right right wing. Very conservative GOPers uh, and conservative GOPers support him very uh, much. But James, yeah. that's getting into the politics of the Democrats versus the Republicans. I'm talking about the inner revolution. I'm talking about people needing to feel like they have a voice. People are looking for some somebody to be their champion and with with Bernie Sanders it's the collective and with Donald Trump it's the individual and people are sick of being quiet and now we have a caller Helen from California so you're off the hook James very good hi hi Helen thank you for hanging in there well I I love this conversation because I'm you know a liberal and I think Bernie Sanders is fantastic and of course, it's because he's expressing thoughts that I have, feelings sure. that I have. And I think Donald Trump is a joke. Um, <laughs> and it's because he doesn't express my feelings. <laughs> and I mean, aren't we, aren't we all looking for that? You know, yes. with all the other candidates, too, these are the most outrageous, if you want to call it that. But all the other ones, you know, Hillary is trying to get women to say, I'm going to represent women, and I'm going to represent the poor people. I mean, that's the whole thing. You're so right, Helen. You're so yeah, right. We this want is... somebody who will express our feelings for us so we don't have to. <laughs> that's right. And also, you know, what you're pointing to, which I think is so critically important, is that there is so much polarization it's like we're so, everybody feels so powerless that we're all standing up and fighting for our cause. It's like Bernie Sanders was being attacked by some people from the Black Lives Matters because he wasn't speaking directly as uh, towards ra- to racism the way they wanted him to. But of course, right. he was talking about all the issues that impact black people, you know, whether it's lack of education, mass incarceration, uh, you know, income inequality, and so on. But people feel so oppressed and so marginalized and so angry that we have a tendency to go look at, oh, this is a woman's issue, or it's a black issue, or it's a gay issue, or whatever it is. And we're clumping into small groups and we're fighting for ourselves. Now, it, it is important that we do fight for ourselves. And it is important that the fights for blacks, you know, the recognition of the impact of racism on the quality of life of black people, that's extremely important. And the oppression of women and the discrimination against uh, uh, gays and so on, those are important. But that can't be more important. It has to be an and-and, you know, that I am a woman, which I am by the way, I am a woman and I know a lot about discrimination against women or attitudes towards women from my own personal experience. But I also am one with the black man or the white man or, you know, the, any other men who are also suffering from climate change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pollution. Right. And the fact that... Uh, that um, you know, the uh, political parties are bought and sold. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're all impacted by the same things as well as by particular versions of those things. So, you know, it's well known that when people are feeling under the gun and 
they don't have enough jobs and they don't have enough money, they're going to look for somebody to blame. Oh, it's those undocumented workers whose jobs I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole anyway. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of evidence about that. But it's when people are, yeah, when people are under duress, they will, we, we will tend to polarize and try to find somebody to blame because it feels so impossible to change the system itself. Reminiscent of the Holocaust. You are so darned right. You know, maybe that's why I'm so sensitive to it, because I had family who came out of the, out of the Holocaust. So, um, is there anyone else out there who would like to share with us? Please call in. Helen, anything else you want to share before we go? No, I just appreciate your conversation, and I love the idea. It helps me not uh, abhor... <laughs> Trump so much when I realize that it's just the same thing as I love Bernie Sanders because he's expressing what I want and Trump has the gall to express what a lot of people want to say <laughs> and let's get it out there. Yes, Stop I pretending. really, you know something, I, I'm going to tell you something, I'm really glad you said that, Helen. I was sitting there with my stomach churning over Donald Trump and um, I, I said, I'm supposed to be an inter-revolutionary. I'm supposed to believe in oneness. I am certainly not being oneness with Donald Trump. And I just sat there and I said, okay, God, because I, you know, I use that word sometimes, but it's higher consciousness. How am I going to see this differently? And that was a really turning point moment, a real turning point moment for me. And that's when I got the idea of doing this show, because I sat there and I thought, what is he expressing that is me? How am I Donald Trump? I am so sick of people pussyfooting around and not saying what they believe. And, you know, uh, I've got these videos out, and you're going to be seeing them, more of these videos on our uh, Interrevolutionary TV on VoiceAmerica.tv, which is the TV network that's associated with Voice America. And uh, I'm going to have a, a video on there called How Ego Hijacks Spirituality. And, I mean, I offend everybody. And I said, I am Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, he offends everybody, and so do I. And I started feeling that, and I, then I started to feel this, the connection that I had with him. And that is a very interrevolutionary step, is when we start look, looking at our principles, which are oneness accountability. See, that's the only thing is we have to be accountable for the impact of what we, we do think and say. <laughs> and our mutual support. Uh, I have to apply that in my own life too and sometimes it's hard. I love it. Thank you. I Thank love you. being challenged to see how I am Donald Trump. Right. And that it actually expresses something positive that Donald Trump is part of the inner revolution. Yes. Uh, there's something I'd like to share here as well. Okay, as long as it's not partisan politics. Oh, it's not partisan politics. Okay. It relates to the three major things you talk about as being yeah. what you see as being an in revolutionary. Uh, when Donald is saying all the things that he says, uh, addressing it at all those people that he says it to and about, I don't see him really acting in the oneness. I see him being very, very separating. And, and then in regard to uh, accountability, accounting for the impact you have on others, I have yet to see him make amends to anybody he's insulted or apologize. And in fact, he turns it around and says, they're the ones who are wrong, not me. 
and, and then the third point, mutual support, doing what's for the highest good of all, and, and so trusting that the, the, the all will support us. Uh, he seems to take positions that are very uh, egocentric and uh, self-protective, such as, okay, we can't allow uh, immigrant, undocumented people to be in our country because we need those jobs. Or we can't uh, be helping the rest of the world with uh, companies that are doing business in China uh, and operating out of China because we just want to uh, bring it all back to us or not give the China favorable deals or, or Mexico favorable deals. But we've got to have the advantage. We've got to be one up. Uh, so um, in that, those regards, I don't see him as being a stand for an inner revolution in consciousness. Uh, oh, James, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm not saying that Donald Trump doesn't represent the ego. But what I'm saying is, so I, you know, I agree with that. But those of us who already think that way, already think that way, right? And we can see that about him. But what we're not necessarily seeing is that his popularity represents something that's going on in the consciousness of people. That it's not just that the people who agree with him are wrong stupid, small-minded, or corrupt. It, it's that there's something stirring within them that they also want to speak, that they're tired of pretending that they feel ways that they don't feel, that they are ready to feel more powerful. I would like to see that channeled in a different direction, of course. But it's us that have to be the inner revolutionaries about the people we don't like, even when they aren't. Yes, and, I agree you know, with that. That is the same issue that comes up with all of us in our personal relationships. I mean, I may not like what somebody is saying, and I get angry and all bent out of shape. But um, uh, I still have to find some way to understand them and recognize the oneness with them. What is it that's causing them to do this? And, uh, you know, how am I like them? It's the I am that out of my book, Living with Reality. So... Whether it's a personal relationship or another political party or another nation or whatever, you know, sometimes we have to really confront ourselves and say, how is this me and what can I understand about this and what does this mean rather than just get bent out of shape and get judgmental ourselves. Very good. So there you have it. So thank you for sharing that. Well, we are going to take a commercial break, and the only one we're going to take this time because we had so much mess up in the beginning of our show in terms of not having, uh, you know, James even be able to do the news. So get yourself out that pen and paper and write down this phone number. <laughs> James. Would you like me to repeat it? Yes, yes. Yes, one 472 5788 That's one 866 472-5788. Okay, so stick around. There's more to come, and I hope that you're going to be part of it. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Revolutionize your life and your world with a new attitude and a new way of being. 
Learn how at www.theinnerrevolution.org. At Beth's website, you will find effective tools, processes, teachings, and more to help you become the person you want to be and co-create the world you want to live in. Sign up for Beth's newsletter and get a free PDF of her comprehensive book, Living with Reality, a manual for living with real answers and proven tools. Book a private 15-minute consultation with Beth that will astound you with its depth and transformative power. Learn about Beth's other books, YouTube channel, School of Intuitive Counseling, music, upcoming workshops, trainings, and remarkable community, theinnerrevolution.org, which offers all kinds of help, including low-fee counseling and free support. The Inner Revolution requires us to heal our hearts and awaken our minds. Find both at Beth's website, theinnerrevolution.org. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Inside Out, The Inner Revolution, with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To share your questions and comments, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 472-5788. Now, back to Inside Out, The Inner Revolution. Welcome back to Inside Out. We are talking about this current political environment and particularly the uh, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump thrust. And James just did a fabulous thing, which is he got on the air and he said something that was totally not in sync with what I was feeling and thinking. And, but he said it anyway. <laughs> and because he did, we got a chance to talk about it. And that's just what I was talking about earlier. People need to speak up, even if what they say uh, is going to embarrass them ultimately. I'm not saying that James is embarrassed. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Whether you're, you know, it's something racist or sexist or whatever it is, let's get it out on the table so we can start to talk to each other. And we have another divine caller. It's Todd in San Diego. Welcome, Todd. Hello? Is there a Todd in the house? Can you hear me all right? (laughs) Ah, now I can hear you. (laughs) Okay. I think this is a really good discussion because um, I think you're right. I think, obviously, Donald Trump wouldn't be leading in the polls, uh, at least on the, you know, I know I've seen all kinds of different polls, but he wouldn't be leading in the polls on the Republican side if there wasn't something he was tapping into. Yes. I don't necessarily like what he's tapping into, but, but there must be something more than, you know, there's, there's something he's tapping into that people feel. Um, you know, I happen to be more with Bernie Sanders, and I'm kind of excited that he's rising in the polls. But I think what's exciting is um, there's something breaking up in terms of the established, like, who everybody expected to be the front runners. Yay, yes, You know, yes, that to yes. me is kind of exciting because when you think, okay, Hillary Clinton, it's a done deal, you know, that she's going to get the Democratic nomination. I mean, there's a lot of great things about Hillary Clinton, uh, at least that's the way I feel, but there are a lot of things that I kind of wonder about. So I'm glad that there's someone that's, that's actually could lead to a real... Uh, vigorous and, um, let's say, mature debate, you know, if that can happen. And I'd love to see that on the Republican side as well. Now, I haven't seen that yet, but, you know, let's let's really, I mean, that's the whole point of the debate is to actually (laughs) debate the issues, right? (laughs) 
right. and to honestly, right. you know, debate them. And uh, but that doesn't seem to happen very often. So I, and that I mean, it's funny to think that that would be an inner revolution, <laughs> but <laughs> that would be a demonstration of an inner revolution because I mean, I haven't seen that since I've been an adult and been able to vote. I agree with you, Todd. You know what's happening in one of the interrevolutionary things that's happening is that the establishment can't just keep doing its thing and its business as usual. And uh, if without these uh, candidates, they could. And I think that they force others to take a stand one way or the other. I mean, when Donald Trump takes a stand, whatever we think of it, it yeah. forces all the other Republicans to actually say what they think instead of... Right. And uh, when uh, Bernie Sanders does the same thing, I mean, he's going to force the issue on climate change. Uh, Hillary Clinton uh, doesn't want to even say what she thinks about the Keystone Pipeline. So... Um, which a lot of environmentalists, for those of us who are not familiar with it, are opposed to. So yeah. it it forces, you know, on, in some ways people say, oh, yeah, but this is forcing the Republican Party to the right and it's forcing the Democratic Party to the left. No, it's forcing people to say what they think, but of course very few of them are. I mean, even then they're like scrambling to try to find the appealing position. You know, right. we, we, the politically correct thing to say. I mean, you can it, just see it in, in technicolor. Oh, my God. We now have yeah. four more callers on the line. We're All right. I better go. That's, um, we were, thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay. Right. And the next person is Irene in San Diego. We're going to be bopping through people now. Hi. Hi, uh, Irene. The thing that I am struck by is that we want to believe, and, and I am that, that there are answers that won't demand anything from me. Yay! <laughs> so that's what uh, certainly Donald Trump is saying. And uh, I don't know if that's true about Bernie Sanders, but I think the, uh, the idea that there, there are simple answers... And the trouble with Washington is they're just uh, corrupt and uh, haven't got their heads on straight is an idea that dies hard. And so when someone comes out with, oh, it's all them, we're we're very easy easy to for us to say, yes, that's right. Well, unfortunately, I think that uh, some of our political candidates are doing that, which is not exactly part of the inner revolution, and that's the sad part. So thank you for your comment, because I totally agree with you. And now, of course, I thank you for your comment when I agree with somebody. Now, uh, next, we have Tracy from Phoenix. Hi, Tracy. Welcome. Hi, Beth and James. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for this show, because I... You know, I think I engage in that same thing of uh, separating from the candidates themselves, like politicians in general. I just totally kind of check out, you know, or I use some of the things that they say to justify why I'm checked out. You know, I'll watch Donald Trump and I'll say, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is exactly what I thought. I'm just going to turn it off, you know. So I appreciate having a different way of looking at it. 
Thank you. I, you know, we have such knee-jerk reactions to everything. And I'm with, it's like what Helen was saying in the beginning. When I have an emotional reaction to something, I just want to obliterate the other person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I'm not yeah. saying that's, that's the way I, I want to end up, but that certainly is my reaction. So, um, you know, this is something that we all have to fight in ourselves, and I'm glad that this conversation is engaging you. And I'm actually thinking that we should have at least one show a month where we talk about topics because, uh, you know, I've mm. been having a lot of guests, and I love the guests, and they have great things to say. But I'm, I'm going to say, hey, this is our August uh, free-for-all show, and <laughs> next month have a September free-for-all show, and let us hope that the next time we don't have so many technical glitches and that, <laughs> that, that we can do it. Yeah. And so I, wa- I want to thank you for hanging in there and for being with us, and I love what you said. Thank you, Call guys. again. Okay, and we have Elizabeth from San Diego. Hi, Beth and Jean. Um, I don't know how the elections are going to turn out, but I just feel uh, hopeful that this is a sign that things are changing. And I correlate that to an example in my own family that I have um, a brother who's gay and has been with his partner for 30 years, and my whole family knew about it, but it was never talked about. And when they actually got married, it was forced to be talked about and come out in the open and for healing to happen. So I correlate that to the same thing that, you know, with two candidates coming out and really saying what they're feeling or what they believe in, that it's getting people to really look at things. Yes, a very good point. Um, I, I feel I just have a sense that there's something else you want to share. Oh, Yes. You know, a lot of our audience, uh, we have lots of new people joining us on what is now going to be in a revolutionary radio as of next week. And you don't know who I am and that I'm an intuitive. I'm not just a inner revolutionary. I'm an intuitive. And I just have a feeling about these things. And I know that Elizabeth has something else in the same line that she is going to say if she is about to say it. But I can feel it coming. Yes, 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 Elizabeth. Is it about my own self? Yes, it is. That when people get up and stand up and start saying who they are and what they believe, that that, do I need to finish the sentence to? That that's who I need to be. That that gives you permission to? Oh, that that gives me permission for me to do the same. Exactly. Yes, yes. I, and I think that's a really important point because whether you're a, a Trumpist, I wonder if that would be, if you're a woman, that would make you a Trumpet. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have to admit that I'm kind of aghast that women <laughs> would support Donald Trump. I think that women are so accustomed to being spoken to abusively that we don't just say, look, that's, you know, okay, enough already. Uh, I like what else you're saying, but this is, you know. Do not call me this or that. You know, it's, but anyway, being that being what it said, if whatever position you're taking, when you hear someone else standing up and speaking, or if you see someone else being who you really are, but you're afraid to be 
that person, then you feel encouraged. Like that gives you permission to actually be yourself too. So that on the Bernie Sanders side, I bet there've been a lot of people. I mean, I'm totally shocked really by the number of people, because we've been talking so much about Donald Trump. Let's talk about Bernie for a minute. (laughs) He's from my neck of the woods. So, uh, you know, he's, he says capitalism doesn't work uh, the way it is. It's unbridled, it's mean, uh, it's dirty, and it's not even free. You know, it's completely dominated, and we need to do something that cares more for people. And he dares to call himself a socialist. Well, there's other people out there who have the same feelings, but they've been terrified to call themselves socialists. You know, in the, um, uh, you know, so it's whether it's that you're really gay or that you're really, you know, a sexist pig, or whatever it is, you get to be who you are and then deal with the consequences of that and uh, interact with people from that reality of who you are. Because, you know, there was a time in our country where it wasn't weird or dirty to be a socialist or even to be a communist. You know, back in the old days with the labor movement, there was no stigma and for those of you who either have read history or are old enough to remember, we used to be great pals with the Soviet Union when we were all fighting Hitler and Mussolini. And that was World War II, for those of you who don't recall. <laughs> so, uh, and then all of a sudden, the anti-communism, red peril, Chinese, it was the yellow peril and the red peril and all of these perils coming at us and the whole government and our whole world was infiltrated by communists and ill- there weren't even that many communists on the planet but they were obviously infiltrating everything and um, so uh, you know all of a sudden there's all this fear because you're going to go to jail for being a communist and people were afraid to say that they were socialists or communists or anything like that I remember even in the ban the bomb movement the people, the communists were marching down the road or in the um, anti-war movement, they were in marches in New York City. And some of the people said, I can't march there because there are communists marching. So that kind of fear that people had about being labeled socialist or communist, like Obama. I mean, Obama was being labeled socialist. I, I have no idea why. I mean, he has no resemblance. But anyway, I think it's fantastic that people are feeling the courage to say whatever it is and to be whatever. And there are legitimate points that everybody has. And I, I don't want to make it look like everything that Donald Trump is saying is wrong and everything that Bernie Sanders is saying is right. The truth is that people are bringing up feelings and concerns and they all need to be addressed it does it's not good enough to just label each other we have to address the concerns that are people having we have to address their pain we need to help people to understand things in the most inner revolutionary way and we need to be willing to take a stand no matter what so james tell us about next week next week making smart cool a conversation with prince ea a young man using rap to transform us and our world. Too much I and not enough we, that's one of the core messages of Prince EA, a rapper who demonstrates that rap has often gotten a bad rap. Here's a young man mincing no words but using wit, artistry, and keen observation to wake us up to what we're doing that's destroying us and the planet. His video, Why I Think This World Should End, covers the gamut of what's wrong with our world and calls upon us to change. And he's not just talking. 
He's doing something about it with his music and his movement, Making Smart Cool, integrating consciousness into hip-hop. Who is Prince EA? What inspired him to take his path? How does he explain his huge success? Tune in live or via podcast to this conversation with Prince EA about the global shift on this planet. Plus, watch Why I Think This World Should End on Beth's new interrevolutionary TV channel on www.voiceamerica.tv, launching this Monday, August 24th. From that date on, enjoy a growing list of videos that tell the truth and give us hope. And now for a final word from Beth. Well, I think it is so darned exciting that we're going to be Interrevolutionary Radio starting Monday, and we're going to have Interrevolutionary TV starting Monday, because there are we've had some wonderful guests, and we are going to continue to have wonderful guests, and these people have great material, and you can really get to know them when you go over and you see their videos, and I have commentaries on the videos, brief commentaries on the videos, <laughs> and uh, you know I have some of my own videos up there. We're going to have a lot of very exciting things. So these two shows are going to support each other. And I'm hoping that this is going to be a really enriched experience for all the people who are joining us. So stick with us. We really appreciate your support. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out, The Inner Revolution, with Beth Green and James Maynard, next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think outside the box and have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America 